0: we are back with pod logic uh, late episode this week because uh, I bought two different cameras to try and improve the video on the podcast and I ended up having to return both cameras because they didn't give me the uh, they didn't have the unlimited recording time that the cameras that I require, have and they tap out at about 30 minutes so if you are considering buying like a dslr camera for video podcasting make sure that it has unlimited recording time and unfortunately for my sake those cameras are ridiculously expensive and i had to eat a lot of costs in buying and returning cameras and ultimately getting the one that i needed but all that's to say we're back with another episode. And today, I wanted to use this as an opportunity to plug my Substack. And so what we're gonna do is we're gonna break down my latest post on Substack, which is still valuable to you, don't click away. Audience quality versus audience quantity. There is riches in the niches. So, I'll break down that post here now, and I'll link the Substack In the description, you can find a new article written by me every single Monday morning. You'll get it at 7 a.m. on the dot. Unlike this podcast, I'm very diligent about doing my Substack. And uh, I cover three things in each of the Substacks. It's something to think about, which is sort of my thoughts on a topic within the podcasting world, the podcasting industry, Then there's something to read so i find some kind of news article in the podcasting industry and i link it to you because i think it would be important for you to read and then something to watch which is either my own content or a youtube video on podcasting that i think was pretty valuable so this video podcast is going to be talking about the something to think about section because that's where i cover the audience quality versus audience quantity and so This will be a combination of me doing a dramatic read slash fleshing out these ideas a little bit more. So let's dive right in. Let's face it podcasting has gotten really popular over the past three years, and gone are the days where you can quickly build up a large audience from scratch. It's not impossible, but it's significantly harder. If you're approaching your podcast with the idea that you're going to hit these massive six figure numbers right away, like within the first six months, let's let this be the proverbial bucket of cold water hitting you in the face. You need to change the way that you're approaching your podcast and there's really two ways to approach it and it's audience quality or audience quantity. So, the way that you think about how you're gonna build your audience is gonna lead you down one of two paths. So, building a very big, giant, broad audience or a very niche, small, valuable audience. I prefer this niche, small, valuable audience. That's you. So should you choose to build up a large, general, broad audience, which is not a bad thing. If you're starting a podcast and you want to have a big audience, I'm totally for that. It's doable. It is possible. But it is unfortunately going to cost you some money. And here are the things that you need to do if that's sort of the goal that you're approaching. One, you have to have a great podcast. Uh, you need to be entertaining. You likely need to be anti politically correct, and you need to be consistently publishing fresh content on both audio platforms and YouTube. You can't just take a week off. You have to really, really be committed to this and essentially put everything into it. Um, can you do this as still like can you build up a big audience still as like a side hustle? Yes, I think so. But the The people who are really sinking in all of their energy, like you have enough money to where you can pursue this full time for a little bit. That would be sort of the path that you need to take, in my opinion. Um, The second thing you need to think about is also has to do with money. You got to get your wallet out, meaning you need a team of people helping you. You need a producer, you need a social media manager, you need editors, you need an ad salesperson, and you probably are going to need some co-hosts. If you look at... The biggest podcast out there right now, think of the things that they all have in common. One, outside of Rogan and a couple others, there's co-hosts. There's multiple people speaking, either guests or recurring guests or people who are solid like second and third fiddle to the main guy or gal that is the face of the show. They also have really high production value. They've got great video. They've got a badass set going on behind them. They're constantly putting out clips on social media. Those clips are cut fast-paced. They've got captions burned on them. They're using memes. And they're really hitting hard on the social media piece. Um, And then they have somebody dealing with the ad sales part of it. They're having someone put together a deck saying, here's what our audience is showing as who our audience is. Here are the numbers that we're getting. And I, as the ad salesperson, are now finding companies that would be a good fit for our podcast. And then number three, it's keep your wallet out. Uh, guests are a great way to grow your podcast and get the show in front of fresh eyes. And unless you have this incredible network, the early days are probably going to require maybe some upfront payment to get the real A-listers, people with massive, massive audiences to actually show up in person on your podcast. So this, is, this means flights, Uber, hotel, uh, food, and then maybe even a feed actually get them to appear on the podcast. So there are ways that you can hack that large, general, broad audience. So uh, that's one way of approaching it. But I would argue that the quality of your audience is radically more important. And in this sub stack, I, I do an example. So let's say here that you have two competing podcasts. The first is getting 100,000 downloads an episode. You've got a general audience leading Leaning male, eighteen to forty-nine age range, and they're working entry to mid-level, normal nine to five jobs, or they're still in school with no income at all. You've pursued the above, you know, pr- the aforementioned route of of uh, quantity audience, and thus you've built your podcast around something that has general mass appeal, and you've brought together the full team to help build this audience, and you've done all that. Now, let's say you have sponsors. You're sponsored by BetterHelp, Athletic Greens, and me on these. And at best, you're getting a $24 CPM, which means cost per thousand. So per thousand downloads, you're getting $24 on each of those ads. And with three sponsors on one episode, you're bringing in around $7,000 an episode. And then if you're doing one episode a week, that's going to net you roughly $375,000 in revenue, which is fucking awesome. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. Okay? That is a lot of money. But... We are forgetting that you still need to cover the costs that got you there, meaning that full team, the production, meaning all of the equipment, the ad sales guy, the editors, the social media team, yourself, you got to pay your own living expenses. You probably have a studio space that you need to pay for as well. So that money gets used up pretty quickly. And this is also banking on the idea that your audience is actively purchasing from your sponsors, which... Given the data, you know you could go either way. They're either very active in you know, buying sponsorships or depending on who your audience is, they don't really have disposable income and might just be skipping right through your ads. And if your ads aren't performing well on the podcast, your sponsors will leave. And thus you create a constant cycle of, oh my God, we got to go find new sponsors. So given the demographics, uh, the figures that I listed beforehand are likely, those are a best case scenario and are probably not the norm. Uh, so that's show number one. Podcast number two is getting 10,000 downloads per episode. So 10% of show number one. And this team consists of you as the host and one contractor that handles the backend production for audio and video. And you've gotten really, really niche in your topic. Let's say that it's real estate investing. And you bring on the top people in your field. These aren't A-list celebrities, so you don't need to pay these people to come out and be on the podcast. They ha- they have a genuine interest in sharing their expertise and telling stories, so they have agreed to come on the podcast. Again, producers and executives in their field, they're sharing stories, perspectives, and strategies. And then given your niche topics, you've built up an extremely niche audience of people interested and you know people that kind of hover around, this industry meaning like private equity gps investors entrepreneurs these are people in their 30s to 55 year old range but the thing that's different about this audience especially with a niche real estate a niche like real estate is uh they have a lot of disposable income and you can really nail down who your audience actually is and the amount of money that they can spend and put together a really awesome sales pitch to privately approach companies that are not the corporate sponsors like, you know, Miller Lite or Nissan that are doing CPMs. You can work out private uh, contracts, private deals with those companies to sponsor your podcast. Uh, You're not restricted again by the CPMs and you can set the price to be whatever you want, and with a smaller team, you get to keep a much larger chunk of the cash. So ultimately, there's riches in the niches, and uh, going for quantity over quality allows you to shape the audience to be people that have that disposable income to get the buy-in from high-quality sponsors that you actually care about rather than uh, you know catering to college and early career people who might potentially maybe sometime down the line buy the underwear that you're trying to hawk every single week on your podcast. So all that to say is, is you can build your podcast however you want. If it were me, and this is what I am doing is I'm approaching quantity, quality over quantity. I, I think in the newsletter, I screwed that up a couple of times. So if you're reading the sub stack and I screw that up, I apologize. Know that I always think quantity, quality better than quantity. Oh my goodness. It's a tough thing to, uh, it's a tough thing to get right, but ultimately quality over quantity. That's what we want. So that's just a, a sneak peek of what you'll get in the sub stack. I appreciate you listening and watching. Please follow the show on Apple or Spotify, subscribe on YouTube, go follow the Substack. stack. Uh, and thanks again for tuning in. I'll see you next week.